0: Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome, everybody, to your Circle of Influence podcast. I'm your co host, Dr. Monica Ogando.
1: And I'm Amy Walker. And today we are putting ourselves on blast and we are talking about something that we have not really figured out. Is that fair to say? <laughs>
0: Well, we have figured it out. It's just taking us a minute to get to the finish line. <laughs> I guess I just contradicted myself. I'll but yes, we
1: figured it out when we get to the finish line. Until yes. then, I'm I'm counting it a work in progress.
0: A work in progress. That's fair enough. That's that's good. So today we want to talk about how to get your book finished, and this is a good. This is going to be a good discussion because Amy and I have different working styles, yep. and. I think because we have different working styles, when when either one of us, when Amy tries to adapt to my working style, it stretches her, and then she sees the value of some of what works about my working style, and then also, like, it's glaring what doesn't work about it. And then when I adapt to, to Amy's working style, I can see some of the ways that that is also helpful and useful, et cetera. And then also, like, ooh, this is where this is stretching me. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so let us give end. a
1: little bit of backstory. Okay. Yes. So okay. backstory is Monica and I are working on the book when women yep. lead the seven principles of feminine leadership and it's awesome and it's not done. And our original launch date was going to be international women's day. Yep. And then it was going to be like mother's day and then it was mm-hmm. going to be the summer. And now it's probably going to be the fall. And, um, you know, it's been a, it's been an interesting journey because, when we started it off, and in fact, you guys, we have rescheduled this podcast conversation like three times because we're like, no, let's get it done first. Let's get it done first. And then we'll make this, you know, we'll record this episode, but here's the reality. You guys, there are so many of you who have been writing a book or thinking about a book or working on a book for a long time. And so I think this is a really honest conversation. And what I'll say I have learned through this process is that, um, it's it's priorities. And so I do like, while I technically know how to sit down and focus and finish a book, I have also been really reminded of how it's so much easier to put your time and attention into the things that are making you money now and that are producing for you now versus putting time and energy and attention into something that, you know, hopefully, will be productive later. That's been, I think, my biggest challenge is balancing the priorities.
0: Yes. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think sometimes we just have to be honest about there may be some things that are urgent and important and that have nothing to do with the bottom line. Mm-hmm. I got thrown a big ba- a major curveball this year with, you know, my father's illness turning terminal and now he's in hospice. Right. And so for me it's like, okay, well, guess what? All of this stuff that's urgent and important and money-making activities goes to the background because what I'm not going to do is let my father die and me miss it and just show up at the funeral talk, you know, like Johnny come lately. That's not going to happen. And um I had to grapple with that. I had to grapple with who do I say that I am? And it's an opportunity to live the values that we say matter to us, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, so you've been talking all this work-life balance, and you're talking about passive income and leverage income, and this is why we created income streams. This is why we've created automation. This is why we've created, you know, um, healthy, flexible deadlines and certain things, um, so that when something like this happens, you know, the fire doesn't burn the whole barnhouse.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, and also I think the first delay was because my grandma was in hospice and passing and I was, you know, one of her caretakers too. So like, there's a, a part of us that I think wants the creation to flow on our timeline. And I, I love structure, you know, so for us, we started this out with a writing retreat and I got most of my stuff done during that time. Cause it's so that's the space where I thrive. If I can have a lot of time to focus on something, I can crank it out really quick, but then I have a hard time circling back around and doing a little bit consistently. It's a lot easier for me to do a lot at once than it is consistently to do a little consistently just because of the, the nature of my life. But what happens is life moves And you don't always get to choose how life moves. And so then you have to reevaluate and reassess and say, well, now that life is moving in this direction where, you know, both of us have had um, unique situational challenges that it was the top priority. You know, I think there was a, a day when you first needed to go out with your dad and I can't remember what I said, but I was like, this is the most, you are doing the most important thing. So don't worry about everything else. And, and I really feel that way, but how do and, we? Learn- and I
0: don't know if I said it then, but I'll say it again. I really needed to hear that right then and there. So I'm glad that, that you were very, you know, I'm forever thankful for your friendship in that way.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Um, and it, it's, It's not easy you guys to uh, like not totally put something on the back burner, but I will say, I think that's one of the biggest things that we've been successful at this year is even though the book isn't totally done and it's not totally out there, it's not totally edited. We have continued to keep it on the burner and sometimes it's just simmering on warm and sometimes it's more at a boil, but it has not gotten taken off the stove. It's just maybe adjusted and moved around.
0: Yeah. And and I think the reason why I have been okay with that isn't necessarily just to let us off the hook, although it looks like that ostensibly on the surface. It's more because I've been in business long enough. We both have. Mm-hmm. And have been in in relationship with the divine long enough to know that there have been times when it feels like a no, or it feels like an unnecessary delay, or why is this block here? I can't I can't seem to get up and under or, and around the why. And then eventually something happens that then in hindsight you're like, oh, that's why you did that, God. Okay, well I'm glad I'm on your team <laughs> instead of trying to get you on mine. Yeah, this is something like, this is a principle
1: that I am working on embracing the idea that I'm at the perfect place at the perfect time, having the perfect experiences for my perfect growth. And this is, it is all happening, right? Um, I have a tendency to be like, oh, it hasn't happened yet. I'm frustrated about that. Instead of just embracing like, okay, everything's happening, happening as it should.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's not to say that I'm blinded to missed opportunities, Right. Um, obviously we we've missed opportunities by not having this book come out earlier this year or whatever but the opportunities that we are now available to i i am of the firm belief that whatever opportunities you are now available to pale in comparison to the ones you missed Mm, i mean the missed opportunities pale in comparison to what's available now is what i meant to say
1: yeah i translated that in my brain before you even said it
0: (laughs) yes Yeah. So how to get get, if I were to answer that that question, how to get your book finished? Right. I would probably call it down to four foundational principles, not even rules, but principles, right? Protocols. One is to decide what value you want to contribute for this book, because we both knew that this book is is a part of our intellectual property and our contribution. To the discourse about feminine leadership, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily like, oh, I need this book to sell a million copies because I need to make you know whatever twenty times a million is, right? And that's not that's not where we were at with this book. We we knew where it fit in the larger strategy for both of our businesses and for our collaboration together. So number one is get clear about what it is that you want the book to do, mm-hmm. so that you can put it in its proper perspective. I think number two is work with your energy style. Um, It serves me. It served me to go on that writing retreat with you, Amy, because it allowed me to see another possibility of, yes, you can do. In fact, for much of your work, that you do a little bit at a time. It would behoove you to do it in batched, you know, like all together concentrated uninterrupted focus time. That's something that I now have in my toolbox that wouldn't have been available had I not gone on the writing retreat with you. Mm-hmm. And to allow myself the grace to be like, "Okay, but if you write 2000 words a day, you'll get this thing done in a month." And it's not going to be no problem, you know what I mean? So, so giving me that flexibility as well also worked because I manage my own energy stuff. And then the third thing is to uh, understand, like, putting some deadlines in place mm-hmm. and then operating from those deadlines. But you you have to understand that they're self-inflicted, like they're self-designed, right? It's not like if you don't do it, then something bad is going to happen. No, you created this. And so you can create something else.
1: Yeah. Um, I love Those tips. I'm going to go a little bit more granular as well for things that work for me. And again, this doesn't have to be something that works for everybody. And also, I think it's important to talk about. The conversation below the conversation is that this conversation has absolutely nothing to do with books and everything to do with how to get your creative ideas into reality. <laughs> so maybe you're not even writing a book, but maybe you're yeah. like, Oh, this is totally ringing true for me, launching my program or yeah. revamping my branding or building my sales team or whatever it is. Um, so a couple of things though, that are, 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 I have been learning about, um, is that if I have just a deadline for just me, it's a lot harder to reach it than if I know somebody else is depending on that timeline. So getting whether that is, um, like right now I have to cut, this is, this is a different book. This is one of my novels, but I have to cut 9,000 more words out, uh, in the next two weeks. <laughs> and it is a deadline. And because of that, I, because otherwise, the, the editor has to do some ghostwriting, and I don't want her to do ghostwriting. I want it to be my voice. And so there's a consequence if I miss it, which is that she's gonna to have to do ghostwriting to get the word count where it needs to be. Um, and not that she's a bad ghostwriter, it just every time she has ghostwritten for me in the past, it doesn't sound like me. And it, it just, I can see where the seams are. It's like, it's like a seamstress who's like, oh, I totally see those seams. I wish I didn't. Um, and so I don't want that. And then I, if I don't get it to her on time then I miss my window of where she can begin the line editing process. So I got to get it done on time. So accountability to someone else with like, like there needs to be a little skin in the game. If it's like, Oh, it doesn't matter when it happens, then it doesn't matter when it happens. It could happen at any time. So that's my first tip. Um, my second tip is to like go farther in the process um, in terms of planning, so that you can create a, a legit good timeline. So, one of the things that Monica and I have had conversations around is Monica has been like, oh, we'll finish it this day, we'll launch it this day. And I'm like, nope, we're giving ourselves three months to market it. So, from the time that it's finished, we are going to give ourselves three months to go through and really build the marketing out so that we know it's ready to go. So, we could start, and this would probably help us to get it done, Monica, maybe we should continue that or consider (laughs) that we could schedule our marketing launch and involve other people with it. And then it would give us accountability over the timeline. We probably do need to do that actually, because otherwise it's, we're now hard time fitting the marketing in our calendars. I know my calendar is already filling up.
0: It's yeah. Mine is filled too. I, I like that. I like that idea. Let's do it. Oh my gosh, you guys, you, you heard it here first. This is strategy in the making. You are literally seeing us put the cinnamon and the sugar in the pot to boil for the cake.
1: Okay, because I haven't even told you my brilliant idea nope. because you've been busy with family. But here's my brilliant idea. I think that we should host a Women's Summit with all of, the, right, all of the contributors from the book, plus a bunch of people that we've interviewed on the podcast and some of our friends, do a Women in Leadership, a When Women Lead Summit, and the cost of attendance is to buy a book. I Orderly. would say sell like a thousand books
0: or more. Totally. Okay, let's do it.
1: Isn't that so, so smart? I came up with that no. a few weeks ago. I was like, I can't wait to tell Monica. And then you've been busy. date, everybody. It's it. going to be,
0: it's going to be, it. We're, we're gonna have to come up okay we're gonna have to talk offline and decide on what the date is so that, so that we can come back to the audience and be like save such and such date because right now we don't have it but you hear, heard it here first this is how these ideas get cooked up oh my god
1: so okay if i was gonna give myself a third tip um my third tip would be to you know, figure out where's the space where you can be productive and just create it. So like, I, I know, that I can only write in the mornings. I cannot write at night. I, and once my, I get busy with clients, I can't sneak back and forth and toggle between things. Um, I know that, you know, I do much better writing a lot at once than I do writing a little bit. Um, so figuring out where is the space in which you can effectively do this and it not feel like you're pulling teeth to get words on paper. And again, this does not have to be about your book. This could be something else. Um, but where is the time that you are productive and give yourself that time and protect it? Like it's incredibly valuable because it is incredibly valuable. And the stuff that you're planning for the future, um, it's easy to let that get swallowed up, but I do not want to die with books inside of me. Like that's one of my things I want when I, when I die, I want to be fully documented. All the things that I was thinking about, all the things that were important to me, whether it's because I wrote them in journals and it's just for my family and my posterity, or whether that's stories that have been swimming around in my brain, or whether that's like, you know, books like this, where I want to change the way people see a topic. I don't want to die with books inside of me. So, you know, that is valuable. And sometimes our greatest contributions are ones that we're not going to see the quick monetary reward. Because it's hard to say like, Monica, when we earn a book, when we sell a book, we're not earning 20 bucks. We're earning like four. <laughs> you know? And then we're splitting it, right? <laughs> so, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, we can't we can't just look at it and be like, well, I'm really excited for my $2 every time. Oh gosh, that makes me think of Better Off Dead. I want my $2. Anyway, oh my we can't gosh. think about it that way. Otherwise, both of us will be like, forget that. I'll go get my 25K client and you'll go get your, you know, next uh, yeah, exactly. uh, client that's going to give you all their money so you can invest it. You know, like it, there's easier ways to make money, but that's not what this is about. This is about the contribution. And if you will create a balance between your contribution and your income producing things, that's where I feel like real um, fulfillment lies in, as an entrepreneur.
0: Yeah, yeah. Here, here! I am officially the choir section of the church.
1: Well, then sing. Hallelujah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love it.
1: All right, my friends, we want to hear from you. What are your projects that you have been struggling to birth? Like you've been nine centimeters dilated for a long time mm.
0: and you're feeling
1: the urge, you're feeling the pressure. What is it for you? Because we want to cheer you on.
0: And you can hold us accountable as well for getting this done. Yeah, let's be in partnership with it. I love it. Thank you, everybody, for being with us. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram. You can reach Amy directly at Amy Walker Coach. You can reach me directly at Monica Ogando. You can reach your Circle of Influence podcast also on Instagram. And of course, wherever your podcast is published. Talk to you soon, everybody.
1: Thanks, everyone.